0: Today on Divisive Issues, Punchers, he's, he's going to kill the Marvel Universe. And so is Deadpool. What? I was Spider-Man's I was Spider-Man's ass. I was spider ass. I was Spider-Man's ass. Hey, welcome to Divisive Issues, uh, the comic book... Pro- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Solid yeah. start,
0: take two. <laughs> i vomit all over that. Hey, welcome to Divisive Issues, the comic book podcast where we talk about controversial issues in comics. Or it's uh, quickly becoming the show where we just talk about whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Joe. I'm Psych And I'm Ryan Lynch. All right. And uh, today we've got uh, two gems that we're going to be reviewing. Uh, the Punisher Kills uh, the Marvel Universe uh, by Garth Ennis and uh, Doug braithwaite braithwaite thank you so much god i was go- I was like i'm looking at this and like don't mess up don't mess up and we
2: got a, a double in here we're also going to talk about deadpool kills the marvel universe by cullen Bund
0: and Dalibor to logic wow they really they really followed really followed the proud tradition set by uh Punisher kills the marvel universe of artists with difficult to pronounce last names yeah so i'm feeling good about these how about you guys? I feel great. I'm feeling right in the middle. Well, we'll be doing our first compare and contrast. Oh, uh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, so we want to do overall thoughts on Punisher. I assume we'll break this up. Punisher kills the Marvel yeah. universe. Opening thoughts.
1: Well, what are, what are the premises of these comics first?
0: Um, the character kills the Marvel. <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought they were self-explanatory. So as far as who should read this, anyone who wants to kill, watch those characters kill the Marvel
2: universe. That's really it. I guess. If you want to read, like, a, br- a gritty, violent story where a bunch of heroes get killed, I think that they're fun. Not just
0: not just heroes, heroes and villains. Yeah, everybody. Everyone. The Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe. I I think they're, they're fun little premises. Um, I think uh, Daredevil kills... Uh, not Daredevil. Uh, I Deadpool. did that same thing! <laughs> Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe um, was more of a series. Um, <laughs> Punisher was more of a one-shot. Um I think they're fine. Um, they were they were fun. i recommend them to anyone who just kind of wants to, like, read an over-the-top kind of fun story that could clearly never happen in regular yeah. mainstream Marvel.
2: They're basically exactly... They do exactly what they set out to do, and I think
1: they do it fine. Yeah. What I th- about you, Slay? I think they both suck. <laughs> uh, if you want to... I guess if you're a uh, guy who wants to see everyone die, this literally is the only way you can see that happen, but... I don't feel any emotion from these books or any fun. I don't, think you're, oh, not I don't think you're supposed to feel supposed to. emotion. Well, you're saying, oh, these are fun books. I feel empty inside after reading these books. <laughs> Get over yourself, Slime. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How full do you usually feel inside? Yeah. Well, I've, I've been drained a little bit recently after Cry for Justice, uh, Rise and Fall, yeah, Guardian Devil. Guardian Devil. Yeah.
2: So, you want to get into Punisher, Joe? I do.
0: I want to dive right in. I want want to to die right now. (laughs) No, I want to live. I want to live and talk about these books.
2: Just real quick, when did this come out? Uh, 1995?
0: 1995. Cool. First publishing. Uh, Fun
1: Um, uh, fun fact about the writer, Garf this... This is before he did his Punisher one. This is his first.
0: This is his first work on the Punisher um, ever, which is very cool. He goes on to have a... Very lengthy run on the I think Punisher he wrote it for, from the...
2: like 2000 to 2008.
1: Yeah, he's probably one of the most definitive Punisher writers. Like, the only one to compare is probably Chuck Dixon, but Garfins is probably first.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, he would have a run of the Punisher that spanned Uh, he does the Marvel Knights uh, Punisher series, then he uh, starts the Punisher on the Max imprint. Um, we talked a
2: little bit about I, that in the Civil War episode.
0: yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Um, it was fun to read his first take on the character, and it gives you a nice glimpse of
1: what his actual run is. In a lot of ways, especially how it treats the Marvel characters that are not Punisher.
0: you <laughs> referring Oh, we can totally review Confederacy of Dunces at some point. I'm sure Confederacy you. Confederacy of Dunces. Oh yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about Spider-Man, Hulk, and Daredevil? I, I am a big fan of all three. Oh, let's. I know what we're reviewing next. <laughs> all right, let, let's dive into this without getting too too deep. Um, so now we're talking spoilers. We're talking spoilers here. It's oh. only
1: like a 50-page book. Yeah. So. 47 pages, Ryan. Get it fucking right.
0: Alright, so it opens up, uh, we have a flashback sequence of a young Frank Castle and a young Matt Murdock where Frank uh, saves Matt from bullies. I actually really like this scene because I think it kind of sets up the uh, morality of both characters, Frank being very much, you gotta take care of your own, you gotta like kind of like look out for yourself and look out for your family, and Matt's kind of like avoid conflict at all costs, which is kind of... His undoing later on in the yeah. story.
2: And they're, they're little kids, and mm-hmm. we've actually... Matt Murdock eventually grows up to be Daredevil, as we yes. know. And in... The guy who kills the baby tries to kill the baby. <laughs> yeah. You know him as the baby killer.
0: Well, that baby needed to die. <laughs>
2: so, one thing, this is... We've seen these kind of scenes in Daredevil canon yeah. all the time. of Him as a little kid, his dad didn't want him to be, you know, a physical fighter. Don't be
0: fighting people, Matt.
2: Yeah, so just kind of Don't like, be like you old man. Yeah. So, it's really cool seeing... Like pretty much an incontinuity scene, yeah. To s- kind of ground it yeah. right away, and Frank Castle, if we haven't mentioned, is the Punisher. <laughs> he is. Yes. So continue, Joe.
0: Continue on. All right. Um, we flash forward. Uh, Frank is speeding towards Central Park, uh, where there is a big superhero fight going on, between with the Avengers and the X Men versus a Brood Skull hybrid as they were kind enough to point out. Lots um, of aliens lots fighting aliens. lots of heroes. Um, and Frank's family and a way that mirrors his origin is killed in the crossfire of this fight. Um,
1: Instead of the regular universe where you get, they get killed by mafia. Where they're killed yeah. by
0: mobsters, uh, as Sly points out. Uh, they're killed in the crossfire. Um, so we
1: see right away this is a slightly a
0: different... Yeah, yeah it's, it's a mirroring.
2: Similar origin, but the motivation is very different Yes, now.
0: um... So they're killing the crossfire. Uh, Daredevil goes to confront the heroes. He's like, "You guys were reckless." I'll come in and evacuate all the people from the park. Uh, Captain America states that you know there wasn't any time. There was like it was very urgent. And Cyclops says that uh, casualties were inevitable. Cyclops like, is
1: kind of a dick in this scene.
0: Oh, he's absolutely a dick, and he pays for it when he gets shot in the face uh, by Frank, who arrives on the scene. And um, also, Frank
1: murders Jubilee too. So I he f- kills <laughs> heals Jubilee.
0: He kills Hawkeye. Um, I think he kills Kitty Pride too. Well, it they say it's they say it, Jubilee and, and uh, uh, Cyclops. He kills yeah, a bunch on. of people. Yeah, it's it's weird because like they say Jubilee, but it's clearly Kitty Pride on like on the page, which well, is. Well, this funny. is an alternate reality. Exactly. Maybe
2: that's her code name. <laughs> it could
0: be. Um, but anyway, Cyclops is not very remorseful. Uh, when Frank arrives on the scene and Frank pulls out his gun and starts shooting people before he's subdued by Wolverine. He shoots Cyclops like right in the face, by the way. Oh, right in the face. Yeah, Pow, right in the kisser. <laughs> Pow, right in the kisser. Okay, so how do we feel at that point? I know you two love Cyclops, so I kind of wanted to get your opinions on that.
2: Well, this is an alternate universe in a book called Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe. If I went in, like, hoping my my favorite characters make it
1: out okay, obviously
0: I'm picking up the wrong book. No, I was more curious, like, did you like that he was kind of like a douchebag?
1: I I, I feel this whole uh, intro was probably reaction to the X-Men cartoon and the X-Men comics at the time, because the status, almost everyone... You see, the least favorite characters that who watched the cartoon Phil so Jubilee and Cyclops were, were the uh, least likable characters so, so you I, think feel,
0: like, like I uh, feel like this is almost like I feel like this
1: girlfriend is making clear which X-Men he hates the most
2: yeah so this is like yeah. him projecting that the fan cartoon. anger
0: well I, I, I agree on Jubilee uh, the only thing I wish that, that scene had was I wish Jean was there and when Scott gets shot in the face Jean. Scott, Scott! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean I have I have no problem with it because it's I knew
1: what was going to happen mm-hmm. so whatever yeah. be expected right away I expect, expect there's to be some build up to it, but like this whole comic is really, really fast. I mean, no, this is, whole comic. This is, I mean, he only has forty seven pages, uh, but it goes fast as fuck. It does not take his time for anything at all or develop anything of uh, any real consequence. He's got a
2: whole universe to kill. He doesn't have time to focus on every on episode. character
1: development, uh, plot progression, uh, all that. Uh, you don't have time for that. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, just killed kill
0: a whole universe. Why am I reading this comic
1: again? I guess literally to see everyone die. Well, I'm, I'm
0: sorry if you're expecting uh, character development for the X Men in a Punisher comic. Not for X Men, but like just story. just
1: for uh, Frank's ultimate decision to
0: murder everyone right away.
2: Well, his family died. I know, but like he, it's as much motivation as the regular
0: Punisher has. His family dies, and Cyclops is writing them off as collateral damage in front of his face. But Literally,
1: you go one page, his backstory. Next page, him driving to a crime scene. Next page, him meeting the uh, X Men. Next page, him shooting clack in the face. Like four pages, in, he's already shooting people. Well, good. Yeah. That's good. that's uh, four pages, good. in, so I really get to the main premises. I don't think any book ever does has done, done that fast.
2: Well, why waste time? I kn- I picked up this book knowing that this is what it was gonna be. Yeah. And also, I think this is one thing that I did want to mention. It's as an alternate universe take. Do you feel that it's fair? for Garth Ennis to rely a lot on our already understanding of the Punisher, because... Yes. I think it's fair. I think it's not. We know the Punisher, generally, and if we, you we pick don't up need, this book, Also,
0: we don't need it, because he explains it later yeah, on. Yeah, he explains
2: what it is, but I mean, like, yeah. so I was talking about character development. I feel like, you appreciate the scene more if you have an understanding Why the not you a Bitch bitches
1: about books saying, oh, this scene's only effective because there's no guys from better runs, and now you're saying it's okay, this book affects the scene from better runs? That's in
2: continuity books that are killing characters that are now
1: dead. But that's not a general rule? I think it's a general rule for me.
0: I don't think... I think in a book like this, you're allowed a lot more freedom. I think Frank gets enough character justification to shoot Cyclops in the face. Uh, I
1: don't think you spend like five pages with him... We place. already
0: have his morals established from his scene with Matt Murdock about yeah. taking care and of in your in pa- literally a, a single page. It's yeah, just, I know. It's a great page. A page. It's a, a, a great it's page. A, the most effective page of character development Joe has ever seen. It's a life.
1: fantastic page. Look
2: at Hyperbolic Sly here making an early appearance in the show. <laughs> woo woo! I think, I think it's fair. I
0: the, think it's not.
2: Okay. All right. So well, so fuck
1: you, Ryan.
0: <laughs> here we go. All right. So, uh, Punisher gets some legal counseling from Matt Murdock. Uh, oh, Matt's, he doesn't know his Daredevil. He does not know his Daredevil. He's going to try. And he, Matt... barely, he
1: barely remembers him from his past. Too. Yeah.
0: Matt says that he's going to try and get Frank, like, you know, like a fair deal here, but he's hes killed some people. Um, as as the judge mentions, uh, some of the nation's greatest heroes, and also the X-Men's Jubilee and <laughs> Cyclops, which I laughed at because he made a very great distinction between the two. Well, like knowing the X-Men, I feel like... The racist, like so, the, yeah. the anti-mutant judge. Um, and Frank is sent away for life, except he's not, because his van takes a detour to upstate New York, where he meets this cabal of people who have been caught in the crossfire of superhero battles. One and guy decide... that,
2: like, was in a building that the thing knocked down. Yeah. One guy, like, Wolverine slashed and paralyzed him. Like, yeah.
0: people that are the collateral damage. Yeah, Wolverine was great, because Wolverine's was a, um, oh, he killed the wrong person. Wolverine was not try Like he, yeah, it he, a, yeah, it was a it was really a really mis- <laughs> reckless yeah. like Wolverine like a mistaken, mistaken identity, identity. yeah. Um, so this group um, super Meta superheroes uh, recruits Frank to kill them all. And what I liked about this scene was like there are a lot of really like disfigured and like like some one of them is like burned because Ghost Rider like ran him over. One of them has like a neck brace. Yeah.
1: By the way, Ghost Rider never shows up in this fucking story. That's true. What the yeah. fuck is I mention, then? And how will Punisher even kill Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider's
0: a fucking demon.
2: Well, he doesn't get killed in this book.
0: I'm sorry, it's a 47-page book, Sly. But that guy says, Ghost Rider ran over my face. I'm sorry, I didn't see him kill Luke Cage either. I, guess I know, he but here's an he argument.
1: That guy says,
0: is Iron Ghost Rider dead ran too? my face?
1: <laughs> we never see Ghost Rider die. Ghost Rider thinks theoretically not die. And in the end, that guy's oh, dead. How is he dead? How could you possibly kill, kill him? Okay, okay kill I
2: actually wanna... I wanna... I was gonna wait till the end to ask yeah. this question, but I think now we're far enough in that I think it's valid. Yeah. Deadpool does this a lot, too, and we'll get to that later. There's a lot of characters that... There's no conceivable way that they would get killed by this character. Would you rather them have some bullshit plot reason why they killed them or have them die off screen?
1: Honestly, I actually prefer it this way. Punisher does it better than Deadpool.
2: Okay, so you're glad. I'm being half
1: ironic because I just find it okay. funny that they mention Ghost yeah. Rider runs over his face, yeah. but he's fine. The Ghost Rider not getting killed by the end.
2: No, it is. It is very like you know why mention him if they're not going to bring him up? Yeah. yeah. Why not have it be anyone else runs yeah. over? I get that. But so so you're. So you I would prefer, rather I prefer this. I literally, okay. I literally
1: I prefer this. Because right. there's a so lot of this. like bullshit death stuff. If, if I had if I had to take any book, actually this one this one I, I don't hate I don't actually hate at at all, but. <laughs> Oh, I should clarify. (laughs) I I should clarify. This is actually my favorite book. When I say I don't hate it at all, I I have no super negative feelings for it. Okay. I have super negative feelings for Deadpool. This one I could take or leave. Okay.
2: Okay. So let's try to keep them relatively separate, but I think there is obviously comparisons of like, would you rather have them die off screen, that kind of thing. And I personally... It depends, it's case by case, sometimes it's really funny to watch a total nonsense fight happen, yeah. but like we talked about with Daredevil Black Widow in the last episode, if it really doesn't make sense, just have him kill him off screen, it's it's Punisher kills the Marvel Universe, there's gonna be some level of suspension of disbelief here, yeah. just
0: There's just a ton, I'm sorry, there's a lot of suspension of yeah, disbelief yeah. here. So just hand wave it, it's fine. Yeah cool. Alright, okay, so Frank uh, starts his killing spree, uh, starts off with uh, killing Spiderman and Venom um,
2: I actually th- really like what he says when they die
0: Yeah. which is a, uh, I believe the line is uh, Sp- Spiderman's like, why me? and Frank's like, somebody had to be first and yeah. then shoots him in the face um, he kills the Hulk by waiting for him to turn back into Bruce Banner um, and we also meet Microchip, um, who Punisher psychic in the main universe. Yeah, Punisher's... was
2: he in the main universe yet? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: He, was, he was a Punisher supporting character. Um, usually handles off-ranks tech stuff. Um, trying to think. Yeah, we've I seen think that, that dead, character yeah. in a million different stories. He's ahead. in. He's in the a uh, Punisher Warzone, the movie, played by the guy who's Newman, uh, which was interesting. Wayne Knight. Yes, Wayne <laughs> Knight. Um, Hello, Microchip. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he's, he's also recruited, uh, the same way Frank is. He got his legs ripped off by Doc Ock because he refused to give him missile codes or something like that. Doc yeah. Ock, I'm like Doc Cock. <laughs> <laughs> More like Cock Cock, right guys? There you go. Um, so we, we go across Frank, uh, Frank fights and, uh, kills the Kingpin who puts up a very good fight. Uh, very bloody fight. This is actually interesting
2: yeah. because Kingpin says he likes what Frank is doing and yeah. would have helped him kill all the heroes. Yeah.
0: He also gives the, because uh, he said he gets tech and weapons that were going to be, they was going to give to Frank, which yeah. kind of sets up some of the more, some of the more outlandish kills in this book. Yeah.
1: Well, one, one thing, I, one reason I do like this book better than uh, the Deadpool book is that they do actually make an effort to show more uh, puncher killing the villains as well as the heroes. And he actually has better motivations than Deadpool does.
2: Oh, yeah. That's, I think this book yeah. is better than Deadpool 1. But we'll get to the Deadpool 1. We'll get to that. But, um, yeah, and Kingpin tanks a lot of bullets.
0: Yeah. I, to an unrealistic degree. <laughs> on a ridiculous level. King, yeah, Kingpin has, like, the best, like, go of anyone. Yeah, of he's book. the <laughs> only
2: one that puts up an actual fight. Yeah. <laughs> he takes less bullets to kill five X-Men than he does to kill one Kingpin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kingpin, There's a lot of beef on Kingpin. Yeah, but, like... He's, he's going for mostly body shots. Oh, he didn't get the beef-piercing rounds. So there that's you why. go what you get from Kingpin later on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kingpin had all the beef piercer. He does. Uh, Frank is arrested. He, once again, gets legal counsel from Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, turns this it down. This scene, I find absolutely hilarious. Yeah. <laughs>
2: because he gets arrested, and... Matt's like, you know, you're going to go back to jail. And he goes, okay. And then it just smash cuts to him with the cabal again of yep. the hurt people. And they're just like, you know, it's costing us a lot of money to get you here. And they don't even pretend like
0: it's anything other than, what did you say originally? Uh, uh, for- <laughs> and i have in my notes, I was like, and Frank once again gets out of jail because his story needs to continue.
2: <laughs> yeah. Story- like, they don't even pretend <laughs> yeah. to make any effort to explain it. They're just yeah. like, I have
0: more money. Exactly. Yeah, you know what, how much How much money is it going to take to get Frank <laughs> this mass murderer of heroes out of jail again? <laughs> this much? Okay. Um so Frank gets out of jail um and through tech he gets from Kingpin sneaks into Latveria. He disables Doctor Doom with a magnetic mine, and then literally hammers his brains in. And this this yeah. this, was, this was the most, I think, hand wavy fight.
2: Yeah. Because Doctor Doom usually fights the Fantastic Four and is like a super sorcerer, yes. crazy inventor, and he just hits him with like, it looks like a fridge magnet and a hammer. I <laughs> yeah. actually I
1: actually like this stuff the best out of everyone just because Doctor Doom is always the biggest plot. Yeah. convenience. Like, I always have an escape plan and Punisher, I have everyone. He's like, I've destroyed all your Doom bots, I tracked down the real Doctor yeah. Doom, there's yeah. no way it's not to like Doom, now I'm going to hammer your face in. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's literally, yeah. literally
0: he hammers his face in Um, And with Doom Dead, uh, Frank gets access to more weaponry and tech to uh, continue his war on um, the Marvel Universe. Um, which starts off with him nuking all of the X characters. Oh, on Oh, okay. Moon. This
2: seems hilarious because it's great. Storm and all the X Men.
1: All the surviving X
0: Men. Yeah, all the
2: surviving X Men on the moon, and they're like, Magneto, how, why did you and Mister Sinister and Apocalypse and, and Omega every, Red and, and Omega everyone. Red and every X Men villain challenge us on the moon? And Magneto goes, No, you guys challenged <laughs> us, <laughs> and then a nuke. <laughs> and
0: they all die. And
2: it's just, it's so funny to think that all these X Men villains who've never teamed up. Yeah. Or just like they showed up because they got the invite to the same
0: party. Yeah, like from Frank. Yeah. Like like this fake invite that. Like, yeah. You know, Frank
2: Frank has has the address for Apocalypse
0: and Omega Red
1: in his phone <laughs> book. That's that's one way to clear up a bunch of uh, heroes in one go.
0: Yeah. No, I thought that was that was so funny. to I me. Think and it, and, and how does he get the nuke on the moon? Yeah. Like this like is... It, this is it's the most over the top death, but it's yeah. so funny because like wait no you you invited us here no you invited <laughs> us. Pff, mushroom this is what I cloud. thought that
2: the humor of the series really yeah. shows. Series. Is really this is huge. this is Ennis's but, humor. Yeah, this is when yeah. it's like I'm not pretending to tell a deep story. I just wanted to blow up these heroes with a nuke on the moon. Is he's
1: trying to get black comedy mostly?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you read Ennis's stuff, um, Ennis does black comedy really He well. he does it to a T. Um, I just want to look this up real quick. Wolverine is is. He,
1: Wolverine gets drunk in the bar and then punishes no, him. I, I want
0: to check if he was in Japan or not. He's yeah, not he, Japan. he is. He, went to Japan. he goes, All my friends got blown up on the moon yeah. and I was stuck in stupid Japan. Wolverine is super drunk and depressed uh, that all of a moon. I was on the doing moon. weeaboo shit All my <laughs> friends got nuked. This is the weird part because I was just like, specifically make sure I'm going to leave you out because. I want to um, kill you personally Yeah, Wolverine yeah. is the one who subdues him early on when he shoots Cyclops and I can't believe it's not in Jubilee them. in the face. Yeah.
2: And Wolverine actually also slashed Punisher's face. Yes. So he has like a you remember this kind of moment. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like Gar- I feel like Garth especially hates Wolverine because he never in uh in his later Punisher run, he has Punisher run, run him over with a Steam uh roller. Steam I, I I I think it's pretty great. I, I think out of everyone, I think uh Garth hates Pun- uh, Wolverine like more than anyone he else.
0: He also writes him as like super I think he has some call him the knucklehead the or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Super like he just makes him super Canadian. Um Is so- that a racist term? it could be. I hope not. (laughs) Did you just make a slur
1: on our our show, Joe? No,
2: but they, 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 Joe is referencing a line in dialogue in a book we're talking
0: about. Be sure to to bleep me out, though. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so he outfights and this is the weird part is he outpowers Wolverine, stabs Wolverine with his own claw and then throws him into like an electrical, like, generator, yeah. and, like, That Wolverine... happens to be in this
2: alley in yeah. Japan. This
0: dank alley in Japan, and Wolverine, like, it's fried and dies. This
2: is when Joe's like, this is weird. <laughs> he, he can beat Doctor Doom with a hammer, but being a little stronger than Wolverine, that's insane.
0: No, because there, there are parts where, like, I could see him... I take it back. Him, him out teching Doom is ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. but this is equally ridiculous for me, yeah. where he out-fights, like, not even like, and gun... he picks not- him up and throws yeah. him! His yeah. skeleton is made out of metal! No, I don't... I'm okay with that, but him, like, out-hand-to-hand combating and out-powering Wolverine yeah. is like, I'm like, what? Also,
1: him dying to electric friends is pretty lame. I yeah. prefer the
0: steamroller. The steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like Garth I was like, I'm gonna save all my good Wolverine, like, fuck you's for, like, later on, for my future Punisher run. Um... Somehow, like, Frank is back in lockup after this, um, with, and he's talking to Matt yeah. uh, once again. Um, Matt is the <laughs> only one that seems to care. Uh, Frank, I can't believe he still cares. Yeah, still <laughs> cares. That Despite the fact that Frank has killed hundreds... Well, he's one uh, thing he's actually, killed 500 people. I Actually, this is why I don't like about the story,
1: uh, honestly, because if you took it just a straight by comedy, it would be hilarious, but there are these really forced sentimentality with Matt and... Uh, Thrown right in there and doesn't work at all. This is uh, gonna be
0: fascinating when you get to Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, I will be fascinating. I
1: kind of yeah. just
2: wish it. I, I took it more as like Daredevil and K- the Punisher have such a long history together yeah. that this no, is more. An not Daredevil, to the Punisher,
0: Matt, Matt Frank. Yeah,
2: Matt and Frank. And I took this yeah. more as an homage to that. Not necessarily supposed to be the emotional. No, but I think
1: yeah. I feel it is because uh, none of none of the Matt Frank scenes are paid for laughs, and Daredevil's only character that gets any
0: dignity in the story. That's really. true. I thought Jubilee got dignity. <laughs> More than in the cartoon, I guess. Uh, Jubilee should have been the steamroller. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone who likes Jubilee, but I she's, love al- Jubilee. she's awful in the 90s cartoon. Yeah. I understand what... Gar- Jubilee's it, one of
2: my favorite X-Men characters, yeah. but yeah, I, I'll agree with that.
0: Does the mall baby eat chili fries, Ryan?
2: I just want to eat chili fries in the mall. There you go. Are you a hedgehog? <laughs> Those are chili dogs, Sly. Like. Oh, sorry. Go. God,
0: learn the lore, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so anyway... um, Frank asks so he's like, why do you care? And that's like, because somebody has to. Um, and then Frank leaves jail for the third time. I cause... like that line. It is. It's a nice line. But um, it is so funny that
1: immediately he's yeah. just back out of and jail. It's the, so a nice got, line from a book yeah. that's
0: not this book. That's what yeah. it feels like to me. And then and then he's back on the street uh, fighting Captain America because the story has to continue because the whole Marvel <laughs> universe isn't dead yet. This was a weird death. I mean, Captain America... Captain America was the worst. Captain America, yeah. I think, was the biggest disservice, weirdly enough, because Captain America pretty much has Frank on the ropes, and then Frank mentions, Oh, I was in Nam. And when you're in Nam, you check your surroundings. I and, have a but, gun. <laughs> and then, whatchamacallit. And then, no, not even that. Captain America takes his eye off him. He turns like, around, like, oh, let's, yeah. let's and then, And then so. while Captain America has, has his eye turned, Frank's like, I hid this gun, like, on the battlefield and stuff. <laughs> and then shoots Captain America. Can love bloom on the battlefield? <laughs> love is a, love is a battlefield. So. You know,
2: this was originally a 200-page graphic novel with 160 pages of an intimate love scene between <laughs> Captain America and Punisher. That's
1: another reason yeah. why uh, I don't like the story that much, because yeah. aside for a few nice deaths, I find most of the deaths to be kind of lame.
0: Yeah, this one, yeah, this was the most... Which is weird, cause it's not even like he beats. It's like it's not even like he beats the Punisher to like. I would have liked more if he had like a plot device. It's just he writes Captain America poorly. This comic yeah. is 40
1: pages, and the and the what you're reading it to see cool deaths, and you get yeah. some cool ones, but for the most part, uh, some of them are pretty lame. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Like right. you want every up ep- to
0: every death to be epic and bombastic. You want
1: everyone to be uh, Doom game hammered in the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: there needs to be more like gratuitous like i'm gonna kill you by hammering you
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you repeatedly um all right so frank's back at um i just keep calling them the cabal because it works out uh frank's at the cabal um and cabal leather faced leader is like all right frank like he he wants frank to keep killing even after frank kills all the heroes frank's like no there's one one left daredevil's left and frank's like i'm done after daredevil and like leather Cabal guys like, no, 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 you're going to keep killing because, you know, the thing about super, like, super power people is that they always, re- you know, they always spawn new ones and Frank's yeah. like, no, I'm done. And then Cabal's like, I own you and then Frank shoots him in the face and yeah. pretty much kills everyone. That's
1: Frank's uh, method of, oper- of operation, shoot people in the face when they come confront you.
0: You know, it's, it's worked pretty well for him. Yeah. I don't blame him. For yeah, that. at this point, he's gotten out of jail
2: yeah. <laughs> like, no problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And he, he tells the rest of the group, like, don't come after me or I'll kill you too. Um, he, makes he makes his pee... i sorry. He makes <laughs> his pee. He makes his pee. makes his pee. He talks to Microchip. Uh, he tells Microchip to find a new job. So it's very much Frank kind of bracing for the end. He knows that it's done at this last fight. He knows it's almost page 47 of this 47 <laughs> <down here>. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then he fights Daredevil. Um, and it's a nice fight. This is the most, I think, fight fight of all of them. Yeah. Fight, um, fight 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 <laughs> and it's cool because they fight in the same alleyway where frank saved matt you're at the start of the book yeah so we get a full circle which frank moment. doesn't really remember frank no frank does not remember that yeah. at all which i like i like that a lot because that he's so consumed i like that he's so consumed that yeah. he doesn't and, really see and
2: also like matt yeah. remembers it because this is the time someone stood up for him yeah when frank was a kid this was just another time frank was just being frank yeah so like i like that it made such a bigger impact to matt than it did to frank
1: I understand story-wise why it's Matt versus Punisher. It just feels weird that Daredevil will be the last standing superhero in this world.
2: Well, that's by Frank's choice. I thought I I saved you, but why? Did he say I saved you? Oh, actually, I don't. The well, fact that he doesn't—I think he says, "I saved Daredevil for last." Well, but why? Check, hold on.
1: He doesn't know it's Matt. That's true. I don't know. Like, if it was Matt, I'd be like, "That makes perfect sense." But sec, he doesn't know up. it's Matt. He just randomly picks Daredevil. Like, what the fuck is Daredevil to Matt? I feel—I assume that
2: since Matt knows Frank, he's not—he's staying fucking out of this guy's <laughs> way.
1: Yeah, so it just seems weird. Like, out of all the heroes, Daredevil's uh, sur- yeah, survival the survivalist. Yeah, I
2: coincidental. But you know me—I
0: pay the least attention and just <laughs> decide whatever I wanted to be is the way it was. And it, it's neat because... I thought it was neat because it, it was pretty much... Daredevil actually seeks out Frank. He finds Frank first. He, should, he probably should have um, found him
1: sooner. because maybe solved some No, stuff. but I
0: thought that goes back to the start of the story of Daredevil avoiding the fight and Frank kind of taking the fight to oh, other people. I, I also thought, feel
2: like if you watch someone kill, yeah. like, Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom and stuff, you're not going to seek them out unless, yes. like... You know you're next. Unless
0: you're ready for the fight. Yeah. But you, you
1: uh, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. The story doesn't deserve getting too much too much analysis. Analysis.
0: Um, much. says you. I I say this. I deserves it. I thought this was a great scene. I thought the artist really sells the kind of remorse on Matt's face that it's kind of come to this. When I say
1: analysis, I mean analysis and how dislogically will will happen. Yeah. yeah, More like that. I mean, like because like realistically, Frank will be like assassinated like and like after yeah. he kills like the first. I think we established that this
2: does not follow the logical rules of the regular Marvel Of any, Marvel, any universe that it yeah, exists. Yeah, because then the book couldn't exist. Yeah. Cool. So
0: then what happens, Joe? Yeah. Um, they fight for a while. Um, Daredevil has Punisher on the ropes. Um, <laughs> Which is so funny, after all he's of this. Got... <laughs> no, he does. And he's, he's like... Of of Daredevil's like, listen, you killed a lot of good people like, and some bad people. And Frank's like, I only killed arrogant scum. And Frank's... I'm um, sorry, Master's like ended. Um, and Frank's like, never... And he winds up going into a rage and killing Daredevil, who he then discovers is Matt Murdock. Yeah. Um, and for the first time, Frank seems to show remorse in this. Um, and the story concludes with uh, Matt, with uh, sorry, yeah, Matt Murdock dying, and then Frank, Matt Murdock dying, saying, "You, done it, Frank, you've killed everyone." And yeah. Frank's like, "Not everyone," and he shoots himself in the head. He says, the there's, one yeah, "There's one left." Yeah, there's one le- left. He does. He's like, he's like, not everyone. There's one left, and then he kills himself. I I, really, I, I like, like it. it. I like it. Um, it's a complete story. Um, there is substance. There is substance there. Um, it's, I'm not going to say this is the greatest Punisher story I've ever read, uh, but it is what it is. And like, I thought it was good at doing what it tried to do, which yeah. is be like a quirky. I don't like like a quirky, but like a like an Elseworlds like an Elseworlds story where the Punisher literally kills the Marvel universe. Yeah, I think. If... And I like that it he does kill the Marvel universe because it ends with him.
2: Yeah. Basically, I think if you're someone who Wants, who sees a book called Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe and is at all interested in it, I think yeah. this does a good job with it. So yeah. I would say this is a pretty good book.
1: Uh, to give some backstory on this on this uh, book, this is part of a very limited uh, imprint of Marvel called the Marvel Alterniverse, which was trying to be mar- alternate reality Marvel stories. There are literally only four comics under this imprint. All of them are... Like this book, both in terms of concept and its quality, well, what are the other books like si? uh Ruins uh the last Avenger Story, and just a bunch of what if issues but um i i i have this, i don't know if you should say it from say it now or say it later, but uh these the problem I have with all these books is they're all they're it's always the fucking same every single mar, almost every single marvel Alden reality story is what if the worst thing could possibly happen to the Marvel characters, <laughs> and I'm kind of sick of it was I, this
0: the worst? Uh, it's pretty everyone's terrible. dead Joe even the <laughs> Punisher's dead yeah but he, that's always been his thing but like I'm sure when he kills all the mobsters he'll <laughs> kill himself too these these all feel like all these stories feel
1: more like experiments to, sh- to fulfill the writer's darkest whims rather than attempts to tell actually good stories so if you want if you want to see the concept fulfilled I guess go read it but I'm kind of tired of these stories like I've read enough of them to last me a lifetime and if, all, if, 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 if considering the good dark stories that DC has, is disappointing that most of Marvel's dark dark alternate reality stories are or this kind of shit.
0: Well, I couldn't disagree more. I'm really excited to read more. Um, everyone Fuck kills everyone stories. He's got that faith. So speaking, of, I'm setting you up, asshole. <laughs> Spe- I thought you were gonna talk about. I thought you were gonna talk about ruins. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited to read more of these stories. Um so with that, um Ryan, do you have any do you have any final thoughts on no, this? No, I would say it's you're not getting anything you don't expect to get. Yeah. So if that interests you, read it. If yeah. it doesn't yeah, if you want to read something fun that does have some substance while also killing the whole Marvel Universe, this is the book for you. Substance it's... is a loose term. So
2: let's say you don't want to yeah. read about the Punisher killing the Marvel Universe. Let, what let's would say, you recommend? Let's though? say the
0: Punisher is too 90s for you. I, I really I really want to read a more modern take on somebody killing the Marvel Universe. Um, I would direct you towards Daredevil kills. You mean Deadpool? Deadpool. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> we have literally said this title like 10 times tonight. Yeah. We have never Deadpool. called the right thing the first time.
0: No, I, just, I, just, I just spoke about Daredevil a lot in this book though. Let's... Daredevil kills the Marvel Universe make it high than Marvel <laughs> that's your next book
2: so now we'll go to Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe not Daredevil not Daredevil which is a lot more modern it came out in 2012 yep and it's written by Cullen Bunn and drawn by Dalibor Tal- Talogic mm-hmm. I think I'm glad I'm not narrating this episode <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically the same kind of Elseworld it is the same fucking story it's it's. Oh, no, this similar. is a
0: very different story.
2: So I say it's pretty similar.
0: Joe says it's different. We'll see. It's different. It's different enough.
2: So it opens with The Watcher, who is a big cosmic guy that watches, watches. everything. Watches. <laughs> and this actually is reminiscent of the book from the 70s okay. that you mentioned before. Well, do you if... we want to do
0: opening thoughts on this? Do we? I think we kind of covered well, it. Okay. Okay, well. No, we don't have to. We can go. Yeah, it. let's skip it. <laughs>
2: So, in, in the 70s, there was a book called What If, where the Watcher would narrate so so these happy. alternate reality uh, <laughs> stories. And in this, he's setting it up the same way. Like, this is, let's look at all different universes, and like here's one where things are terrible. And then it cuts to the Fantastic Four, and they're not looking so great. Reed is melting, Mr. Fantastic, and Ben is... He's melting in a
1: fantastic fashion. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: and the thing has a bunch of just dust and rocks everywhere, so yes. he's been exploded.
1: He got his rocks off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got his rocks off <laughs> for the final time. And Reed's basically saying... That he sent his kids to the negative zone and who whoever's after them, some mystery figure, as if we didn't read the cover of the book, is coming to kill them and he's his you last never moment, know, it might be the punisher, right might be punisher. His last moment he saved the kids. And then he dies in Sue's arms and Sue sees he hears an explosion and runs to find her brother Johnny, who is burning to death, ironically enough, because he's the human torch. <laughs>
0: Fire his one So this
2: is when we find the big mystery villain that we've been building for three pages, Deadpool. And Deadpool just says some jokes about, you know, omelets and eggs or whatever. And he slashes Johnny's throat and the blood splatters on his invisible sister. And that is how Deadpool sees her and goes to attack her too. And she explodes his brain. And she uses her invisible force fields to explode, to explode his head. End of book. Great book,
0: right, guys? Yeah. And I, actually, I actually love that use of her powers. Yeah, because she's some, it's threatened some, that before. It's something that yeah, it's something that like she's threatened, but can never do in regular Marvel. So it's kind of cool to see that happen. And I,
2: I, I like that she does finally cross the edge when someone kills her family. Cause yeah. It would be ridiculous for her not to do that. Yeah. So anyway, she's like, it's over. And I guess she forgets that Deadpool has super healing factors, and he wakes up and kills. Her. She,
0: they, they all know yeah. who he is. It's not like he's like Deadpool's an unknown. Well, I didn't think like, it was, I didn't think his healing factor be that fast for getting his head exploded. Oh,
2: it's real fast. It shouldn't be that fast though. Because okay. okay. he's
1: in the Punisher, because you the Marvel Universe. No one knows who the Punisher is until he starts killing Marvel Universe. Everyone yeah. knows who Deadpool is beforehand.
2: This is in like an established, like current. Marvel this is kind of assumed yeah. as
1: Deadpool like you start killing people now.
2: Yeah. So then the Watcher goes, "Wait, let's back up a little bit. This seems confusing." <laughs> And they go back to the X-Men are committing Wade Wilson, Deadpool, to a mental asylum. And it's Professor X, Storm, Cyclops, and Wolverine. And they're saying, Wade is way too crazy to exist. He's a murderer. We need to lock him up, and somebody needs to make him better. And he just keeps cracking jokes, cracking jokes, cracking jokes. And then the head of the asylum brings him into a private therapy session... And this is really weird. Yeah, this is a fucking weird I is... love this. Continue. <laughs> you... So keep in mind, Professor X, one of the most powerful telepaths, is the one walking him into this place. And the Doctor reveals that this isn't where they make people better. He's a villain known as the Psycho Man. Yes. Who manipulates people's emotions. He's also and really is. tiny. He's also really tiny. And he is just really excited to torture Deadpool. Yeah. And he tries to torture Deadpool. And Deadpool basically just breaks out of his straitjacket and goes to kill him. He goes to strangle yeah. the big doctor. And this is when the doctor's robot body collapses and the tiny little Psycho Man head comes out.
1: It's like, it's like a guy in Men in Black, the little the tiny alien inside the guy's head.
2: Yeah. And do you think it's weird that Professor X didn't notice that
0: that's what this place was? It takes him to a pretty established But they facility. say they've been
2: doing this for a while. That they're just doing this to heroes,
0: like that guy, or to
2: anybody, like that
0: guy is. You
2: think was
1: like so scoped the place out? Yeah, I don't Especially know. This with, is this with is an someone established as place. dangerous as Deadpool. Yeah. Also, like
0: I said before. Also, this is a story. Yeah, like, yeah. This okay. is a, like yeah. I said,
1: these stories aren't worth the analysis of logic. If you want to do that, you're going to spend a lot. Oh, they, time. this
0: one certainly is. I think is because I it's more grounded.
2: I loved the, a, um,
0: the the change in narration that Wade gets. Yeah. So, during... Which was which was quirky, because there are two kind of caption bubbles going on. There's Wade's caption bubble. There's one that looks like a script, like a blank script. So at this time, Deadpool's status quo was he yeah. had two inter-narration boxes.
2: He had one that was him, and the other one was, like... Basically someone cracking jokes on him. Yeah. It reminds me of the way Ryan North does editor notes at the bottom of pages yeah. if you read any of his Adventure Time books.
0: And, and they're in like a script. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: It's almost like the script is passing commentary on the book.
0: Yeah. And now at this point,
2: the Psycho Man unlocks a new narration box, which is like a... In all the movies, the voices in your head that tell you to do bad things and kill people. Yeah, So he kills Psycho Man and he torches the asylum and blows it up. Yes. And... Then, at this point, it cuts back to the Watcher, and the Watcher's still narrating it as if it's a what-if story, and Deadpool sees him, jumps, like, through the panel, and says, hey, who are you talking to? And kills him. Yeah. And that's the end of
0: issue one. So he cuts off the Watcher's big, bald head. Okay. And Um, now we
2: don't have a setting holder anymore.
0: Uh, My question, uh, does the inner narration voice, does it indicate that it's about the... what I really liked about this book is the stuff it does with the fourth wall, and how it plays yeah. on Daredevil's knowledge Deadpool. of Deadpool. Deadpool, God, <laughs> man, this is a rough night for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Deadpool's <laughs> narrate uh, Deadpool's ability to break the fourth wall.
2: That's the only part of this book I actually really like. Yeah. So he's basically at this point, Deadpool tells the Watcher that there's something wrong with him. Yes. And he sees who the Watcher's talking to. Yeah. Which is implied to be us. Yes. The reader. So, how do you feel about that whole thing?
0: I really like it. I, I like that that's what drives... it. This is what's going to drive him to kill the Marvel Universe. Yeah. It's him becoming so... Like, he's he's been aware. It's like, he's joked, like, oh, I'm in a comic book. But now he's self-aware that all of his torment and stuff is coming from writers and is coming yeah. from... So Fans even though and stuff. they explicitly so, stated yeah. it
2: later on, I think it's good to talk about it now. Yeah. That basically his motivation is that he realizes that he's in a comic book, and that all, like Joe said, all the terrible things are happening are because somebody was amused by it. Yeah. And that's why he's basically trying to put the rest of the universe out of their misery. Yeah. Which is a very interesting concept. Yep. What do you think, Sly?
1: All I, I could say about all these fucking concepts—they're all interesting concepts—but these stories don't fucking develop them well enough, or to degree enough to actually be good. Now, the fact that this book does have a couple sequels that explore it even more... I do not give a shit about them, enough, Okay. based on this one book. Okay, All right. <laughs> that's fair. I heard Sly doesn't give a shit.
2: Yeah, but I mean, that is fair that you should care yeah. by the end of the first yeah. book in a series. You know, like... You don't mean fucking Harry Potter for this Why was I, can... I going to go with Harry Potter for my example too? <laughs> but yeah, if you finish Harry Potter 1 and you hate it, th- like, you shouldn't be motivated yeah. to go read two. So now there's a montage. The issue two opens with a montage of a bunch of dead heroes, and this is Doctor Doom is strung up on like puppet strings. There is, I think it's really funny that there's a Howard the Duck that's cooked on a table with a hat and a cigar.
0: Yeah,
2: and Ghost Rider is dead
1: in one panel. Okay, so they got me there. Yeah,
2: yeah, they they he just cut his head off. That works. There you go. Sure, that works. And then the first hero that we see an actual fight with on screen is Spider-Man. Yeah. Just like in Punisher. And basically, this story
1: is a massive rip-off of Punisher in a lot of ways. Like, I really fucking hate. that Do you that think about it's a rip-off or an homage? No, I feel it's a rip-off. Okay. Like the way he kills some heroes is a straight rip-off of the way he kills heroes in Punisher. That's fair.
2: So he Spider-Man's fighting him on the rooftops and drops him. Drops Deadpool onto a police car and he like splats. Yeah. And again, he underestimates his healing factor and Deadpool blows his head off. Also,
0: yeah. no
1: spider sense, conveniently. Yeah, that was also yeah. when
0: I read that. Uh, spider does not get any spider sense about a gun be about to be shoved to his head. Just yeah. like Captain
1: America couldn't recognize that the puncher going to shoot him in the face during uh, the puncher story. Everyone's yeah. conveniently really stupid. But, oh, but when
2: Ryan complains about Professor X, it's just the nature of the story, dude. <laughs>
1: I, I'm, I'm on your side. <laughs> but like I don't want to keep fucking bitching that all the time.
2: So now, so now it cuts the Avengers, and the Avengers lineup is pretty light. Mm-hmm. And they're basically saying, "Where's everybody else?" And at this point, Deadpool's already killed a lot of people. Yeah, he mentioned Luke Cage mentions Black Panther, Tigra, Iron Fist,
0: all the A-listers, all
2: the A-listers. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> took me a second to realize I was also making that joke. Like he killed Black Panther off-screen, but like we said, I. I think it's fine to get like
1: some tough guys yeah. off screen. Well like, also those so guys aren't cool. that tough. Black Panther's killable. Yeah. Maybe Iron Fist is like the most I'm sorry, point. are you are you Tigra? Oh yeah, how could Deadpool ever kill Tigra, who's a cat lady?
2: I actually find the way he takes out all the Avengers really funny. Yeah, Jarvis, the Avengers butler, runs in and says, Dr. Pym is missing. That's Ant-Man. He was the older Ant-Man in the Ant-Man movie. And he shrinks stuff, if you can imagine. (laughs) So Deadpool had apparently shrunk a bunch of bombs into everyone's coffee so that when they no, he shrunk, it,
1: first he shrunk him into uh, the the table office, the table yeah, then yeah. when, he, when the, he shrunk he shrunk him into Luke Cage to make him explode from my fan to make sure yeah, he read that Luke Cage him. says you
2: use bombs to beat someone with unbreakable skin and he goes no I also put bombs in the coffin and I'll yeah. find out
1: clever if this fucking story didn't fuck up even the simple thing uh, they have Wolverine smell the bombs before they go, they, they go to large size that means he could have smelled the entire time yeah. So fuck the story. It even fucked that up That's true.
2: I actually find a lot of these deaths really funny. Does he smell
0: when they're about to grow, though? No, he smells right before they grow. Okay. Yeah. So it's f- even though the story fucked that up. Oh, that's fine. Let's keep going.
2: Whatever. I, re- I think... See, I don't really like this book very much, but some of these deaths I, are I really like Thor's funny. I actually find Thor's... Thor's death is
0: hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
2: So Thor throws the hammer at Deadpool, and Deadpool uses the, the pin particles to make the hammer really big on its way back to Thor. <laughs> and it just smushes him. I find that really funny. It's a more of a
1: question, Who, uh, who's more powerful, Thor or his hammer?
2: Well, apparently the hammer. And then Deadpool yeah. boops his nose as he yeah. dies. <laughs> and now the the voice is saying, like, are you satisfied? And he's like, no, not yet. Have to kill everybody. The Hulk cuts you have four him... issues to fill. Yeah. The Hulk cuts him into a million pieces, oh, yeah, this this. Apart. Oh yeah,
1: Joe skipped over Hulk stuff in... No, he didn't. He no, talked did it. Did he talk about it? Yeah. Oh, the, the, how, how, uh, how he died?
2: Yeah. I, I, said, I said he waited for Hulk to turn the banner. Then okay, so banner. copy
1: paste that for this story because this story
0: rips it off.
2: No, this time he has
0: swords. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I got great the Ryan on this. I think swords are a really crucial. Yeah, element. that's that's really. B- 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 it, b- it shows that de- it shows that Deadpool knows how to use swords. Yeah. yeah. That's really important. It is. He uses swords. So, Punisher doesn't use swords.
2: Even though it's only for this one page, after yeah. this, I actually find this a really neat concept. It's all the heroes' supporting characters, like Aunt May, mm-hmm. Mary Jane, uh, the news anchor who is Beast's girlfriend that we mentioned that we saw before, and they have pooled all of their like life yes. savings and money and jewels together to buy to pay a hitman to kill Deadpool. Yes. And who do they hire? The Taskmaster. The Taskmaster, who has a long history of being Deadpool's friend, yeah, and like trained with him and lived with him for a long time. Yes, yes.
1: This would be a more interesting reveal if, like, it's, it treats it like it's a big uh, new threat coming into the story. But there's no, nothing suggests Taskmaster's anywhere close to Deadpool because Deadpool's like a god at this point, killing fucking Thor. Yeah, like there's no, there's no, nothing in the story makes you think like, oh, Taskmaster's gonna pose a threat to him. So I don't get why this story treats it like he is. Yes. Yeah, so, not? like,
2: it's basically, this reveal, I feel like, is a fun, cool reveal if you're a big Deadpool fan, Yeah, and you follow Deadpool during, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So it's okay,
1: the story doesn't have to rely um, on someone writing, it has to rely on other stuff, right, Ryan? Well, well, no, th- I'm
2: not saying it's good for this book, but I also think that a book I'm like this... I'm saying it was good
0: for this book, think, I've never read those. I
2: think a book like this you have to follow... I thought that was fine. Okay, well, Joe's yeah. the one who didn't read Deadpool and he liked it, but I feel like you do have to kind of know your audience. It's not like... Like, when we talked about that for Daredevil, Guardian Devil, that was a relaunch. It was supposed to be new fan-friendly. I think this is... I don't feel
1: this is for die-hard Deadpool fans. I feel this is for just the Deadpool... People like Deadpool and want to see him kill people. Okay, like I you would you watch take Deadpool it more than
2: if you were... Well, this was years before the Deadpool I know, but like
1: they had Deadpool in the cartoons and I Deadpool took it and video more games.
2: Like if you're a big Deadpool fan like you would I don't, I don't think who don't, else would buy
1: this. I don't I I think uh, people watched red like uh Deadpool well, okay. People watched Deadpool in the uh, the Batman. Could you call him Daredevil? Okay, fucking <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you mean Daredevil. So, I for sure you mean Daredevil. The people who watched him in like Hulk versus the people who played him in the uh, Marvel games. The people who just like Deadpool just from seeing his comic strips. The casual like? Deadpool. Yes, thing. exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah. I thought no, I thought That was a cool. Like I I really like that they they go in the like Purchase someone to take out.
1: I like the concept, yeah. but, uh, I, but and the, the, the the weight to give it is not earned. Who else?
2: Uh, I guess. Yeah, because he's who, not. Who like, would show up that would give it weight? That could also be bought by Aunt May and
0: MJ. I'm sorry, we're leaving out Alicia Masters. Yeah, Alicia Masters is there. But like, he's not gonna be a threat for the
1: Deadpool. Like, I don't get why the story treats him like he's going. He, he's a high level merc. Oh, I mean. uh, he Deadpool just killed Thor. He's not gonna. That, that's,
2: I'm kind of in the middle yeah. where I get that he shouldn't be a threat in this yeah. world. But given the context of what they're trying to do, I don't see anyone else it could be. So that makes sense to me. Normally, in a story like this, they would hire Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) So now Deadpool goes to Professor X, and even though Professor X's legs worked at this point, ironically enough, he tortures him by stabbing him in the legs. And I think this is really funny. He makes Professor X say, to me, my X-Men, to summon the X-Men. And then he kills everybody. He kills the X-Men. He kills Cyclops by throwing, like, a big red globe on his head. so and then his Cyclops head explodes.
1: Yeah, explodes, and then he kills
2: everyone around him. Kills everyone around him. And who is it? The White Queen, Cannonball, and Pixie. And he mocks that, the, that Professor X doesn't even know who Pixie is. <laughs> She's just some, like, D-lister. <laughs> he has a big death trap for the other X-Men. He electrocutes everybody. Yeah. And then he breaks Professor X's neck.
1: No, he, uh, doesn't he? Professor X comes or something like that?
0: He, he makes... The uh, the fourth he, wall breaking inner voice is like have him read your mind, and he Wade lets um, Chuck read his mind, and the, the sheer I guess chaos of it, or Xavier also comes to the realization that he's in a comic book, and this is all just for someone's amusement. Yeah, and he goes brain dead just by reading. De- uh, he, he, mind. Okay, he wasn't yeah.
1: trying to read the Deadpool's mind. He was trying to shut his brain down. And by yeah. going to, but he mind, goes in. Yeah. yeah.
0: He
2: kills Magneto by putting him in a big pile of jellified acid. <laughs> so he's basically just drowning in jelly acid, which is hilarious. That was weird. Where did he get that? Then we actually get a scene that's longer than a page. Well, he yeah, gets it from Arcade.
1: But yeah. Does Arcade have that?
2: So Of course. Why not? Does he
1: have like, mechs and like, machinery and stuff? He can no. have two things. <laughs> Jellies? He can have
0: jelly and mechs? Yeah. He had a whole arena. So, arcade is a
1: villain who basically has like a giant death trap, and like he makes superheroes go through it. In this universe, uh, he uses it to kill the X-Men.
0: Yeah. Well, he doesn't. Someone else does. Yeah, Deadpool does. Deadpool yeah. does. Deadpool uses so... Arcade to make him do this. Otherwise, we call it Deadpool and Arcade. Kill the Marvel so,
2: uh, spoilers, Arcade's here now. Yeah. Wolverine is hunting Deadpool to try to kill
0: him. Wolverine, who did not die in the explosion. Who did not die in the yes. explosion, because he's Wolverine.
2: And he finds Arcade, who's chained up, and basically... He says, like, you're working with Deadpool. And Arcade says, well, no, Deadpool kind of stole all my stuff. But you're here to save me. And Wolverine's like, I'm not going to save you. You're a piece of shit. And then murders him. And then murders him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, actually, no, he's going to murder him. And then he hears a loud noise and actually lets him live. Okay. He finds the bodies of his children all, like, mutilated and melted. Wolverine does. Wolverine does, yeah. Yeah. And then he finds And then his children,
1: there's Clone and his his, uh, bastard son. That's true. Oh, what, a bastard son isn't someone's child, Sly?
0: What are you trying to say? Drakken Snow? Is that, is that what we're getting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing, Drakken
2: Snow. <laughs> and then he finally finds Deadpool, and Deadpool is wearing beast skin, like a lot, like a fur jacket. Like yeah. a wolf belt. Yeah, which like yeah. a wolf belt, which is hilarious. And he super mutilates Wolverine pretty easily. And... He, the one thing that this is when it starts to get pretty f- break in the fourth wall kind of thing, yeah. Because he says, "Your ten- Deadpool says your tendency to come back from the brink of death has nothing to do with your healing factor. Your mutant power isn't regeneration; it's popularity." Which is kind of saying the only reason you're still alive has nothing to do with your mutant factor. It's yeah, just
1: yeah. plot armor. And, and to bring back the point of lame deaths, uh, he just kills him with a samurai sword.
0: Uh, um, it's not just any samurai sword. It's a, a- dumb
1: samurai th- sword that Jeff Loeb introduces into the fucking canon that
0: sucks ass. <laughs> I can't really disagree with that, but it this wasn't a Colin Bunn invention, though. This was, this was something that had existed But he could have come up cooler.
1: At least, Electric Fence is better
0: than that. <laughs> and still no steamroller. What the fuck's a steamroller? The power generator. <laughs> so
2: now,
1: task, Taskmaster is... I thought you were
0: upset that, that, that I this book was... I know, that's better. Was... You're, you're I, thought, I thought you said this book was ripping off other deaths. He does an actual I, But
1: like, At least improve on something.
2: <laughs> so now, Taskmaster is hunting... Deadpool, I almost said Daredevil. <laughs> and he finds him he finds a book in Doctor Strange's lair, and Doctor Strange is, of course, Super Dead. Yep. And it's a map to the nexus of all realities. And he goes, Oh, this isn't good. And it ends of issue three. Yep. So now another
1: big montage of him killing a bunch of people and this is kind of interesting. All the heroes and villains are like uh, doing a mass suicide. Yeah. And it turns out to be the Doll Master, not the Doll Master, Puppet Master. Puppet Master, uh, being controlled by uh, uh, De- Daredevil Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So Puppet Master is basically I like all of you.
2: controlling everybody. <laughs> well, no, I think I did it first. <laughs> okay. Before we started taping, I kept saying Daredevil. <laughs> and then this is when the Punisher shows up.
1: The Punisher figures Deadpool causing all these mass suicides so he was waiting nearby and when the puppet master shows up wearing Deadpool's costumes he shoots the puppet master and then Deadpool uses that to kill uh, Punisher yeah and he basically
2: like the the puppet master just controls everybody Yeah. yeah. and so that's what he was doing and then Deadpool just shows up and using a puppet master voodoo doll has Frank shoot himself in the head which is a pretty direct reference I think to punish it kills the Marvel universe. Yeah, he says like he even says like well, He, oh, that he part says part. like yeah. this is usually your deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, killing all the Marvels of the world is supposed to be your gig, but you've always thought small. And then it cuts to outer space where Daredevil has, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Deadpool has killed Thanos, the Silver Surfer, all Nova, Black-hater. all of Galactus, yeah. all of these cosmic characters. Do they explain how? No, nope. no, no. He just kills them, right? Yeah, it's fine. They're dead. I don't get it. Oh, whatever. So
0: now Taskmaster finally meets up with Deadpool in a yeah. swamp, and they start not just any swamp—the Florida Everglades. This is just a little side thing because everything Rhino's. Uh, the next of all realities is looking in the Florida Everglades. Um, this is established um, in the Adventure into Fear Man Thing run. That's when—that's how Howard the Duck gets here. Yes,
1: Man Man-thing is like
0: a uh, the- a swamp monster horror character yeah. who
1: feeds on fear. No, no, he does he doesn't
0: feed, but it. He's an empathy, so he feels what other people fear, and the emotion that he hates the most is fear.
1: If they, and uh, whoever knows fear burns it, a man things touch. Yeah,
0: as as the slogan goes. So,
1: which is one of the coolest slogans. In history I love it. In Basically, yeah. De- Deadpool is
2: telling Taskmaster that I can save us all from this endless cycle of continuity. I can help have us escape from these endless, you know, writers yeah. doing these terrible things to us. And Taskmaster's stick is that he can think like everybody and. Anyone that he sees fight, he can emulate their every move. So Deadpool just basically—this isn't really how it works, but whatever.
1: Deadpool says, "If you can think like me, what am I? What? What's next?" And he thinks that, "Oh no, Manting is behind me, and he's gonna make my, make my face." Yeah, that's how it works.
2: I I took it more like he that realizes
1: that Deadpool's
2: had the nervous breakdown and is thinking about the continuity stuff, like kind of similar to I what don't, happened with g- like Professor. Get that at all. Yeah. It's not very clear. And then Taskmaster gets really scared. That's not really clear scared. at all. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, Taskmaster gets really scared, and Man-Thing shows up and burns him away. Yeah. So now at this point, Deadpool has found the nexus of all realities. Which is a Man-Thing.
1: Man-Thing sacrificed himself to open the nexus of all realities.
2: Yeah. Which I don't really know why he does that. Because he's, he's, sick,
1: <laughs> of too, he's sick of this bullshit too, I guess. He's sick of this bullshit too.
2: So Deadpool uses the nexus of all realities to come mm-hmm.
1: to our Earth. And he kills Colin Bond and the. Uh, well, he his...
2: finds the writer, the editor, the penciler, and the inker yeah. all talking about how they want to end the book, and they're saying they want Deadpool to come in, and kill them all, and yeah. see the Marvel writers, yeah, and kill them all. And it ends with Deadpool looking back at the camera and saying, "I'm going to kill this universe next. I'll find you soon enough." And yeah. shushes us.
1: That was a happy ending. I, li- and I like that. Ends the book. Yeah. <laughs> a worthy punishment.
0: So I loved it. That's the end of it. I like this book a lot. I do like, you? I do. Um, now this is we part... kind of gloss over yeah. a lot of the fourth wall voice. Yeah. Which was kind of what sold me on this. Cause um, it's
2: more like snappy dialogue. Yeah. Like the concepts are there from the beginning, but I didn't want to go through like every. Yeah.
0: But I, I thought that the fourth wall, cause he it changes speech bubble where he usually like it's a red and yellow speech bubble, uh-huh. and that's kind of daredevil. And I, oh my god. <laughs> Kill me! Uh, no, I love that we've done it enough times that we can't possibly edit the out. <laughs> yeah, just, it's in. It's in. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm almost afraid to say his name. I, I love this because it was Deadpool's fourth wall breaking to, like, the next consciousness of what that would be. Him being so self-aware that, like, he's like, I have to end all of this. And it literally ends with him killing the Marvel Universe at its source which is the writers and the fans.
2: I found this fourth wall breaking more interesting than most of the times when it's done for comedy. Yeah. Like, I really like it in the movie, but in the books, a lot of times I feel like it's kind of, like, too obvious of a joke.
0: Yeah. That it can I be a little like, hokey. Yeah. Whereas this was way. this was very kind of serious, almost. Yeah. Not really.
2: I actually... Just... It was still... I think it was still more for laughs, yeah. but I like that... I feel like this makes... This is a justification that makes sense to me. Like, this is... Why, why he would do yeah. this. And this is actually part of a trilogy where he then kills Have you read you read the rest of the trilogy? I read Deadpool Illustrated, which was you liked it. I read it a long time ago. I'd never read a Deadpool book before. I mm-hmm. thought it was fun. He's going through fictional realities and killing like Sherlock Holmes and like <laughs> and like Moby Dick and like okay. and that's I found that really interesting. I know there's another one where he kills
1: He kills the universe of Deadpool. He kills like
2: every Deadpool in the multiverse yeah, or something. That. And like I find I this book didn't really make me want to go back and read the other ones or read the next, but I didn't dislike it. I kind of read the whole thing really quickly and was like, I don't think it really had as much substance as I wanted. It had a decent, it had a really cool concept, that just it didn't sell me on it as much. Yeah. But I think overall it was just kind of, I found I liked Punisher yeah. better.
1: I I feel like uh, my my summary for all this, all these books is, uh, interesting concepts are never developed properly. Everything happens too quickly. Um, it, it feels more like a like an experiment of how can we kill these characters off and it's not even as interesting as that most of the deaths are kind of lame there's a few interesting ones but uh, uh, yeah um, I, can't, I can't recommend this yeah. even as, unless you really like want to see if you want to see Punisher make a laughing stock out of certain characters go read his actual run which is better I think that even though this
2: book was twice as long I found it had half as much substance as Punisher I agree mm-hmm. And I think like I would disagree with that. if you're gonna read one, I would read Punisher. I wouldn't I necessarily say don't read it if you're interested in Deadpool Kills. I'm not saying like it wasn't offensively bad, but it was no, not offensively bad. It wasn't enough to for me to recommend it, but like it was worth like the six bucks I got it on Amazon yeah. for.
0: Um, I'd recommend both. Um, yeah. Like I said, they're both. They are exactly what they say they are. Yeah. Like if you're looking for. Watchmen, or like yeah, it is not yeah, it, it is yeah, not. This movie. is this is not. These aren't those comics, but for what they are, um, yeah. I think they're very good. Um, I think Deadpool Kills Marvel Universe has a little more substance than either of you are giving a credit for. Um, I really like the concept. Um, it makes total sense with the history of Daredevil that he would be Deadpool. A ca- oh my!
1: <laughs> I noticed when he said uh, yeah. Deadpool Kills Marvel like he said it right the first time. Yeah, it has to say it wrong again. Yeah. It has to say it wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> i to
0: say it wrong again. Because um, I had to think about it last time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think Deadpool is the character that if you're going to do a higher consciousness, you know, story like this, he's the one character you could do it with. Yeah,
2: I you, do, you can't yeah. do
0: this with like a Punisher yeah. or or a Daredevil or I think they almost or Spider Man or anything. You like know, that.
2: to its detriment, I think they spend too much time on him killing people.
0: Yeah, I agree. I
2: think yeah. Punisher having so much more off screen was more interesting, where Deadpool. It was almost too much of the joke and not enough of the
1: premise. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Do you have readers from listeners?
2: Yes, we have readers. <laughs> we have. The well, f- what's our letter page saying, Yeah, Ryan? this is our letters page. We have... It's
1: not letters from listeners because that would be a flop-off <laughs> ripoff and we're not, we're not going to do that,
2: are we, Ryan? I'm trying not to. I love podcasts and I accidentally rip them off a lot. <laughs> so we have two letters... One is signed, Pill. This is from Pill. <laughs> okay. He says, Hey guys, what up? What is this show about? Why that Roy guy lose arm? Is he Arrow? What is justice? Thanks for help understanding, Pill.
0: <laughs> you want to take that joke? <laughs> I do. All right. Uh, well, Pill, um, a- as we mentioned um, <laughs> at the start of every podcast, <laughs> uh, we're a podcast that talks about um, divisive issues in comics, things that are controversial, have a reputation, we should just we talk about comics that we, that we like and kind of have like a reputation okay, for. Okay, let's each so. take
2: one of these questions.
0: Okay. So,
2: the, you told, told us what the show is about. Okay. Why that Roy guy lose arm? Well, you see, Pill, some people don't know how to write comic books.
0: <laughs> but he does know how to write comic books. It's James Robinson. Some yeah.
2: people just are bad at it sometimes, and that's why <laughs> that Roy guy lose arm. Is he Arrow? Not anymore.
1: <laughs> he can't and be fly, Arrow. He has no arm.
2: What is Justice?
1: Revenge.
2: I <laughs> <guess>. oh, no <laughs> Okay. Well, we hope that helped. If anyone else writes wants to write in, it's Device Issues at gmail.com or tweet at us at Device of Issues or our Facebook page. Or the Facebook spoilers, Device of Issues. <laughs> so now this other question comes from Brian. This one's a little bit more straightforward, I guess. So headcanon. How do you guys feel about this when reading comics and even general regular even just regular stories in general? So we mentioned it in the Civil War episode. He says, I remember the example given during the Civil War episode about Daredevil that even though it technically wasn't Matt Murdock in his book, it reads better if it is. So he was he's wondering... How do we feel about it in other mediums, such as TV shows, movies, and video games? He And he adds, at what point is ignoring continuity and past plot bad writing? Is headcanon
1: too close to fan fiction? and if so, is that even a bad thing? Ryan, Ryan said he's glad we're doing a, this question during this episode, because he wants Deadpool because my Universe became so badly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, I'm the one who introduced headcanon in the Civil War episode, so I'll go t- I'll go first, I guess. I headcanons basically the idea that you fill in the gaps in between bookshelves. So like the the example I gave was in Civil War, it wasn't Matt Murdock at the time in his book. It was he was in jail and it was somebody else. But Civil War reads so much better if it is Matt because if it's the guy who is filling in, it doesn't really make any sense. And it mentions Catholicism, which we talked about in the last episode, is a big Daredevil thing. And like so, I'm a big fan of just the stuff that's stupid whatever I don't need if it's not on my bookshelf it's really easy to ignore and like I don't because comics some of these characters have been around for 75 years it's easy for me to ignore like the times that Batman fought space aliens and went to different dimensions and it's kind of easier for me to deal with the history of the character by making kind of what I selectively choosing what I feel happened and didn't just like the way a lot of writers do so what about you, Joe?
1: Uh,
0: I have a very complicated... Joe doesn't it. believe in headcanon. <laughs> I just don't know how Ryan does it. I don't disbelieve in headcanon. I think it's a fun way if you want to fill in the blanks between stories. Um, my big issue with it is when people use headcanon as justification. Um, I see this with a lot of characters where they want to change a character's sexuality um, or their motivation. They try to make a character something that they're not. That's when I see headcanons used mostly. Um, it's like, well, let's take Poison Ivy for instance. People are like, "Oh, Poison Ivy is totally a lesbian," despite the fact that she's had sex with a lot of men, mostly Batman. Not, no. I would say like a lot of men. But, she's like,
2: also had, in canon, yeah.
0: in the '90s, a lot of sexual tension
2: with Harley Quinn. See, that's that's where
0: headcan comes into play. Or like you could you could say that, but like. Instead of saying she could be bisexual and stuff like, oh, she's lesbian oh, for heart. Oh, okay, Harley I see Quinn. what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, the, the,
1: the romance I like counts. Romance I don't like doesn't count. Yeah, I got Yeah, you.
0: it's it's ignoring it's ignoring the actual canon to make something that doesn't exist. Gotcha. That's that's when I see it a lot. um So, is it too close to fan fiction? It depends on the person, because they. they Certain people can... You could have it and realize this is your and this is your thing. Yeah. This isn't something that you can, like, go and argue with someone about, you know? Yeah, okay. I see. So, like, like
2: for me personally, like, you know, in Batman, like, I would love Batman and Zatanna to get together, yeah. and the times that they do are my favorite, but I can't necessarily say that
0: invalidates
2: his relationship with Catwoman. Exactly.
0: Um... And when is when is head was the other part? When does head cannon make? For
2: How do you feel about it in other mediums
0: outside of comic books? I don't know enough about it in other mediums. So I'm gonna be especially quite
2: he specifically mentions video games. Yeah, and in video games, a lot goes unsaid. There's a yeah. lot of backstory. Okay. Oh, and oh.
0: okay. In video games, like that. Yeah. I think like that's. Mario I think fine. that sex and having off. for real. <laughs> like Mario. No, and I think Peach. that's fine because that's open to interpretation. You know. <laughs> that that Bowser's blowing Peach while Mario's <laughs> trying <trans-muscular. laughs> to That don't... interpretation of the canon. And don't you think, I guess, and don't you think There are that, extremes to everything. But don't you so. think that in
2: video games, I think Headcanon gets even more credibility because you're the one giving the character motivation? Yes.
1: Uh, so my opinion on Headcanon is, uh, when you have multiple writers working on characters that have been around for years, you can't take every writer's... Uh, Whims literally. If you do, it'll be very, very frustrating. And eventually, every, I think everyone was to the point where like I can't, I can't have this writer find this character for me. Uh, like, for example, uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, who are characters in Avengers. When they're created, basically, there were uh, Vision is obviously a robot. Scarlet Witch is. Uh, yeah, if you've seen Avengers, two all yeah, this stuff is explored. Yeah, but um, so Vision is a robot, and he wants to. He in, in the comics for during the sixties and seventies, he started to follow more humanity. Trying to learn how to be like human, and t- through that he started dating Scarlet Witch, and they got married, and they had kids. And one writer was like, "I find that weird. I don't want this to happen." And he basically, turned uh, had vision get broken apart and reconstructed to be more robotic, and be unemotional un- un- again. And had revealed that Scarlet Witch uh, used her magic powers to make up babies, and they never had children. And basically, and basically, made it reveal that she was crazy the whole entire time. And basically that kind of destroyed the character development for the next like 10 years they tried to re- slowly recreate them then another writer made Scarlet Witch crazy again and, that, and then killed Vision again they basically went circles for a long time after that and that's because that happened during a time when continuity was less shaken up so whenever a writer does something big like that it sticks around for a long time so Vision and Scarlet Witch basically got the characters fucked for eternity because people didn't believe and we we stuff like that that quickly in back then, so, and I'm I'm actually glad now stuff like that gets scaled back more more often.
2: So you actually think headcanon is more important now? Yeah. When you when characters are more convoluted,
1: I'd rather have people make their own interpretations and ignore the ones they don't, than have one one interpretation define the character forever. Like okay. Like that guy, the writer John Byrne basically fucked their relationship for the rest of yeah. eternity from now on. So,
2: like, if you just don't have that book on your bookshelf, you can kind of Ignore just, it. in your head, they broke up at some point. Yeah. Okay.
1: And and for in other mediums, I think it's important, too, because a lot of my favorite shows, they usually have one of two bad seasons, like 24. Uh, my favorite season was season 5. Season 6 is complete trash. But uh, season 7 almost completely ignores uh, season 6. So in your mind... You could pretend season six never happened and just went from three, from five to seven. So you're a big proponent of okay. yes, I am. Because uh, like, cool. like, you could the ideal work has everything count where uh, it's such a good work that everything is super canon. But I think we every- only
2: see that when it's one writer. Though. Exactly. That's yeah. what I mean. We have like the, the Walking writers. Dead. Every issue of the Walking Dead is written by the same guy yeah. and the vast majority of the same artist. Even so, like, you don't
1: get to pick and choose yeah. there. But when you have multiple writers, it's so hard to maintain a level of quality because you have yeah. different people giving their own. Everyone focuses on different things. Everyone has different turbulence of things, and you can't take everyone's literally. I mean, everyone's- even
2: look at like early Batman. He used a gun and <laughs> yeah, killed people. Exactly. Like, and the defining trait of the character now is that he doesn't do that. Yeah. And like, if you were to take everything at face value, then he, he's the most inconsistent character there is. Yeah. So I think that that definitely makes a lot of sense. And as time goes on, I think. The more writers you have involved, the more flexible you have to be with your own continuity. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, final segment. Okay. Drum roll. Recommendations. Recommendations for okay. if you didn't like these books, or you want to read something instead of, what would you recommend? Or, if you really liked them, whatever rules Joe wants to play. <laughs> How about, Joe, you go first. How? Um,
0: I'm picking Ruins. <sighs> uh, oh, fuck off. Oh God. God, God damn fuck it, Fuck you. Joe. Fuck both of you. Fuck both of you and your hatred of fun. Are we doing Ruins next episode? Yes, we are. Do we, do we want to? We are yes. doing it. All right, <laughs> we're doing it next episode. Um, so I sell I us on a premise to get everyone hyped as shit. All right. Um, shit is th- hyped. This is the Marvel Universe where things go horribly, horribly wrong. Everything um, goes as long it, as it, possible. I like
2: can. that Sly said, I'm really sick of stories like this, and then we made him review another
1: one on the same episode, yeah. and now another one on the next episode. You both chose this. I want to get this over with. This has to be done, and it has to be done I now. want you to
0: know. No, no, can we delay it like a week so Sly has to wait? Fuck you. Whatever, whatever you guys want. We'll to talk do. about this afterwards, I'm sure. But um, we'll keep it a secret. It, it's, it's weird because it's a Marvel yes. universe that's somewhat established, but everything goes horribly, horribly awry. Um, and it has the uh, main character of uh, Marvels, which is a very critically acclaimed book. Yeah. Um, who is what's his name? Sheldon. 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 Okay, I forgot Sheldon something. Cooper. Yeah. Sheldon. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. It's a terrible world where Sheldon Cooper is a mainstay in the Marvel universe. <laughs> Where he's trying to discover what went wrong in this um, dystopian world that uh, the Marvel Universe is, um, and and we'll read. We'll, I'll we'll talk more about it uh, next week. So or in two weeks so, or whenever. Okay. But if you like uh, Elseworlds stories where things don't go the right way, um, this is another one that you could check out if you'd like. It apparently came out at the same time as Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe. Um, so yeah, there you go.
1: Cool. I would recommend uh, Garth Ennis' Punisher. Um, if you want to see Punisher make him laughing stock out of certain heroes, you'll get that too. And it's a better, story, better series overall than this.
0: Either of these. I agree. They're both a... Um, it's, a it's a longer run as well, but I, I think it's some of Garth Ennis' best work. Cool. I would recommend another Marvel
2: Elseworlds called Daredevil End of Days. Mm-hmm. That's written by Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Malieve, who yep. did my favorite Daredevil run. And it's a story that takes place in the future... Where Dare every the it's the Marvel Universe in like twenty years, yeah. And Daredevil the series starts with Daredevil's death, and it's them in, investigating the mysteries of uh, surrounding it, and the Punishers featured pretty heavily, and it is very dark and gritty and exploring an alternate future kind of thing. But it's I think it's a lot more character driven and a lot more fleshed out than these two books. And it's very appropriate because we just
1: read that, that Daredevil
2: kills the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's an and I meant Daredevil this time. <laughs> and if if you liked the Daredevil Frank stuff from Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe, there's a lot more of that, and it's a lot more fleshed out in End of Days.
1: All right. Cool. All
0: right, are we, are we good? Yeah, I yeah. think we're, we're good. good. All right, well, I'm Daredevil. I'm Deadpool. I'm Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this has been Divisive Issues, everyone. Stay in continuity. I was Spider-Man's ass I was Spider-Man's ass, I was Spider-Man's ass, I was Spider-Man's ass.